0: Tsunami Khan. Three amazing days of tabletop gaming happening this fall in the American heartland. TsunamiCon 2014, November 7th, 8th, and 9th at the historic hotel at Old Town in Wichita, Kansas. Get your tickets now on Kickstarter and join us for three solid days of tabletop RPGs, board games, card games, miniature games, tournaments, LARPing, cosplay, live entertainment, contests, panels, and so much more. Plus, pick up some great convention swag and special VIG packages right there on the Kickstarter page. Find out more at tsunamicon.org. Slash Kickstarter. Carpe A safe haven for all things geek. In a sea of shows about games, movies, RPGs, GM advice,
1: there is only one Carpegium Gamecare. Care.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us. This is the Carpe GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Lucas. Steve. He he's Steve. The guy that said Steve is Steve. And I'm Mac. <laughs> and we're missing Brian today. Missing just, Brian. We just
1: <laughs> Have you seen me? It's, it's actually It's he, our viral campaign for the in-between season. That's actually <laughs> the the name of the episode too. Missing Brian. Mm. Okay.
2: He's <laughs> been, he's been
0: recast
1: <laughs> as uh I don't know. We'll find somebody.
0: Uh, your <laughs> mic's a little off center. Uh-huh. is it moving on you? It does. Okay. You might want to mean mug it too. get to oh, just twist, turn, turn it. Th- Keep okay. going. Twist it. Keep going. Bop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <didn't do> <laughs> turn it. <laughs> it's yeah, that's spring. You're not going to do it. Hurt anything. Just twi- bend it around. What you got to do. Should should hold steady for you now. Yeah. Hello, perfect. Hello. All right. Well, um, I guess we start with a little announcement. This episode—it's been a, been a crazy month or so. I uh, had Easter in there. I was on a vacation. I, I'm wrestling with the, starting a business and whatnot. And I've been a little behind. So th- this episode should mark uh, us being back on schedule. So starting uh, a business huh? for the yeah Danco. Yep, that's it. <laughs> it. It's if you say it if you look at it, it just says danko. That's just what it is. Like. It's just danko. I'm uh legalized pot in Colorado. We're moving there. I'm gonna open a shack. Um,
2: you you <laughs> Dan- legalized pot in Colorado? Danko.
3: It's actually it's a it's a it's a brand of uh uh frozen waffle. It's got
1: a pot <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> well I like Dan- <laughs> I like Garber's one idea that he posted on Facebook of using Chinese business names for everything. So it should be like, okay. best Dan number one king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is
0: a uh, Game Gamecast, a Danko production. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so anyway, with uh, the... production productions for, for Co- the Copyright 2014 Danko Productions. <laughs> For the for the pairs of you who are anxiously awaiting our, our last, <laughs> last scheduled uh, broadcast, we should be back in the saddle now. No so. individuals
3: are allowed to anticipate our last broadcast.
0: <laughs> I just, I didn't want to be, uh, mm, I'm not sure even what, the, I, I didn't want to be, uh, I, I didn't want to assume that scores of people listen. So, I was just going with scores. pairs. Scores?
1: Yeah. Do, do you often measure in scores? I, I don't. Oh, okay. Tens? Tens of people? Is is there something in the room inspiring you to think of scores? Why are you... (laughs) I do believe that Lucas (laughs) is making reference to
0: his nicely fluffed beard he's got over here. Fluffed. Pretty sure that's what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Fluffed. Pronouncing the E. So, so, um... That's it for announcements. Uh, You guys got anything? Nope. Let's
3: play out on the sound of Lucas's beard. Lucas, hit the mic with your beard.
0: Can't hear a thing. You're terrible. That's beautiful. (laughs) I could hear it. Oh. All right. Take a quick break. Come right back with Lucas's beard. All right, welcome back. We're going to start with uh, What's on a Horizon. Lucas, what have you been doing?
1: I finally got a hold of uh, the Pathfinder Mythic Adventures book, so I've been reading through that, trying to figure out what direction I want to take my character in. And, uh I thought you were GMing. Well, I am on Mondays. Okay. I'm playing in Steve's campaign on Tuesdays. Oh, okay. All right, so what's your character? Oh, he's a lawyer who is, that's his profession, but his actual class is a bard with a demagogue archetype, so you, you got a
0: you got a bard which is middle of the road and a lot of abilities kind of a kind of a skill hog uh, playing a lawyer so are you the rules lawyer?
1: Uh, no no he's it's just a, it's just a lawyer no 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 you personally
0: <laughs> like it's just, do you are you a rules lawyer? do you
1: no No. point really. to the book and when a GM makes a fiat oh no no I never <laughs> I never bother correcting a GM is he a lawyer like Harvey Birdman is a lawyer? <laughs> It's more like Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. More yeah. more Phoenix Wright of a lawyer. Like goes and does investigations and you know, a lot of field work. Okay. Uh so did you find anything in the Mythic what was it? Mythic Handbook? It's Mythic, mythic. Adventures. Mythic Adventures. Did you find anything in there? Um well, I was just kinda getting a feel for how the system worked. It's it's a really it's odd in that it uh Are you it's, new to Pathfinder? No, 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 okay. no. Just the the Mythic system. system. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not epic levels in that like you get to a certain point and then you start leveling into epic things. It's alongside your normal levels, you're, you'll be getting these mythic ranks. So you could conceivably be like a max level mythic character before you hit level 20.
0: Hmm. All right, well, Steve, how about you? Hey, uh, Dan. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my God. Do you
2: like Green Lantern? I do. Well... Dan <laughs> and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> if you like Green Lantern story arcs and Pina Coladas, now would be a good time to get into Hero
0: Clicks. Okay. Why is that? Here's why. Let me tell you why. Wait, wait, wait. Oh hold hold on. Did, did they contact you? Or are you on some payola here? Is that what's going on? Because <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's cool. I just want a piece. Listen, we have negotiated splits <laughs> on any endorsement. Yeah, I just want a piece of the action. That's all. No. I mean I basically feel like I could work for them at this point because send the, them an email. Like hey, okay, listen to any any 3 of our podcasts <laughs> and you will find two upon which in which the, I endorse the latest set. Uh of Anyway, clicks. let me tell you why Dan. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh,
2: the new organized play event
3: It's the Jehovah's Witness of, of <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: is going to be uh hello
3: Excuse
0: Hello. me sir. <laughs> Good morning sir. Uh, <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> would,
2: do you have a moment to uh, talk with me about uh, clicks?
0: <laughs> let me tell you a story about a guy with a ring. <laughs> <laughs> at least let me
2: leave you with some of this literature.
0: Uh, 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 that's fine, just give me the literature. <laughs> give me give me the literature. Stop staring at me. Here. Uh, thank thank you. <laughs> the whole green
3: lantern <laughs> thing does kind of sound like now get off Scientology. My
0: porch. <laughs> Hope or willpower?
3: No, just the there's many aliens who are all coordinated and only Earth no doesn't know about. Yeah, I like, guess you could say that. Yeah. But anyway, all right, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. Sorry to step all
2: over your ad. New organized play event for HeroClix, starting off the uh, year-long single organized play event system that WizKids is switching to. Does it have a name? It is called War of Light. Okay. And it encompasses the uh, well, War of Light. Uh, Green Lanterns about the uh, story arc crossover because right? every every organized play event is supposed to be a crossover.
3: Is that the thing in comic books in which a war was fought between light?
2: Essentially, yeah, yeah. All right. And the uh, is it different colors of light? Yeah, in yeah. particular, it's a full spectrum. Is it a full spectrum or is it only five oh, no, colors? No, it's <laughs> without uh, infrared. I guess you know just what we can see, the visible spectrum,
1: and it's not even all the colors. <laughs> Is there an ultraviolet lantern? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's upstairs growing my weed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. uh, Barney was a purple lantern. Starts in June, I think. And uh, the gimmick is the uh, War of the Light crossover. And at the beginning of the event, you will will receive a Green Lantern power battery resource dial to play with your team. Okay. And it's a sealed event, which means you show up and you pay to play, and you you draft essentially. So you get sealed boosters, and the only way to get them is if you go and show up and pay to play. And any other time you want to get them, you just have to go on eBay and right. pay, a lot, of, pay a lot of pay a lot of money for them, or wait like a year after the event ends, and then they have a thing now where stores are allowed to put them on shelves. Now,
0: I've been talking about hero clicks, hero clicks for a long time. I can't speak today. I've been talking about hero clicks for a long time. Um, it's been new set after new set after new set. Is oh, the game out? Yeah. Is the game suffering from from bloat yet? Uh, is power creep coming in and and ruining game experience, or can you still play stuff from a year ago?
2: Uh, there's significant power creep between how how HeroClix works is there's um there's different ages of like legalities that you can play in tournaments and stuff like that. Right. So there's modern age which is uh, it starts with Superman set and goes up to anything new. And when another set comes out, it kind of rotates out the tail end set. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. And there's... How many sets are legal in modern and in time? In modern right now is... Uh, is oh, Is it geez. four?
3: Is it two from each? Or?
2: It, oh, in modern age, it's a ton. It's like 15 sets. Jesus. Um
1: Well, there's a new one every month. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the... Uh, the game itself has a lot of power creep, but it's basically that people you just have you just kind of have to know like there, there's a lot of
0: meta game in HeroClix, okay? And you, for But it sounds like for the for the structured events it's being pretty well mitigated by the fact that you can only use events sets that are of a certain age.
2: Events can be changed from venue to venue also. So you can have certain restrictions in one venue and go to another venue for the same event, for the same like organized play universal event, and different venues will have different restrictions. Okay. They so fix, they
3: fix their uh, play pool incongruity with convoluted
2: formatting. <laughs> it's a yeah, essentially yeah. It's I mean it's a it's a really young game. It is very far from perfect. Here it It is not young.
3: Well. It is not one of the games that still survives from the 90s, but it is old.
2: Besides that, well, it got bought out by another company, yeah. so it's kind of. I mean, it changed a lot when that happened. It didn't change much,
1: but even that was maybe five or six years ago now.
2: But I was going to draw a comparison to MTG. Well, right,
3: well, yeah. I, I had a. Discu- I, I mean, that's uh, Magic is no longer the father of, yeah. of of collectible gaming. It's now the grandfather of the collectible. <laughs> <gaming>.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it. it, it it's still kind of developing a cool. little bit, and the like the power creep and everything is. I mean, with a lot of games, but HeroClix. It, the thing about it is, some sets are almost like if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. Like they're negligible. You don't have to keep up with the latest uh, three uh, block sets and the latest core set, like with Magic, to play uh, standard. HeroClix is. I mean, it's a lot. It's really broad, okay. like the organized play is. So yeah, I mean that's what I was asking.
0: As far as the the barrier of entry uh, is relatively low. I yeah. mean that's not it's not terrible. What do you what do you charge to get in the game? Essentially, oh, the,
2: to pay to play for like a monthly organized play is yeah. between ten and twenty dollars. Yeah,
0: I seem to remember seeing seeing something online for it. Yeah. Um, and I was just wondering what the Maintenance cost is to be able to keep that. You know how often do you have to buy? How regularly do you have to buy? Like, yeah. so
2: for example, if I bought,
0: if I bought something right now, you just started right now. If I just started playing Hero Clicks right now and I bought a pack, what would it cost?
2: Oh, the boosters are like twelve ninety nine a piece, depending okay. on which store you go to, because some of them gouge. Okay. Every
3: time a new set comes out, how many do you have to buy before you can stop buying?
2: Of random boosters?
3: Yeah. Oh geez, like. Uh, I mean like what people, what would a reasonable collector buy and then stop?
2: A reasonable collector for a reasonable collector for every set usually buys a brick, which is either 10 booster packs or 8 booster packs and a big figure which is called a super booster. So
0: what's uh what's the price on that 80 bucks? About $100. $100 for a brick. Okay. Too much for my blood. $100 is a little pricey for me. Yeah. Now how long until the brick you just bought is outdated? Like uh a year? At this point like 2 years. 2 years? Yeah, yeah. It's not terrible.
2: It's not terrible su- I mean, the Superman set is the tail end of. Well, you it, get
0: into some of the you get into some of the tabletop minis battles games, yeah. and you know, it, you got to buy a new army every six months.
2: The Superman set is the tail end of the change uh, of
0: codex, and all of a sudden your
2: armies are yeah, useless. Of the modern of the modern format, and it's still completely viable. Cool. They introduced pink powers, but still, you know, it's yeah, it's not like uh, Warhammer where they come out with a new edition and everything just like changes yeah. it's it's really like it rotates like it's a rolling system All right. but yeah the uh, oh the other thing I wanted to say about War of the Light is there will they will be including the other lantern core uh, power batteries and normally in HeroClix you would have to get resource dials you would either have to go to a convention or just play in different organized plays and right. that was the first piece you get for participating in the event okay now they're going to have the only one you get for participating is the green power battery and they're going to have dual packs where you can just buy a pack for they're going to be around 30 dollars, i think and they come with two different power battery resource dials and a few figs each so you buy it and you can just buy all the other lantern cores power batteries and like it's basically like you're collecting resource dials now with this set Hmm. because they're WizKids did a thing where each year there were two events and now they're just switching with this to one huge event per year. Okay. So it's basically on their part, they're spending the same amount of money in production and making it bigger, making a little bit more money, uh, through the, throughout the event, making a little bit bigger. Cool. Because people don't, don't understand that the profit margin for HeroClix is like nothing. It's not like magic where you're literally like spending pennies to print a sheet of cards and getting a ton of money back.
0: Well, I'm sure they spend a, a decent amount on artists. Yeah. Oh, but they probably pack. just. Yeah, we're talking like production. They probably just, uh, nah, I don't know. I, I'm speak, speaking out of school there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, got anything else about uh, Hero Clicks? No. All right. <laughs> Mac, what about you? Uh, you know,
3: uh, <laughs> been watching Fargo, FX's new series, uh, uh, based on the movie, not a direct sequel or prequel, but you know, uh, uh, any recurring characters? In, uh, not that I know of
2: from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't.
3: It's, it's just it. substantially related thematically. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all it's all new on the cast list that I saw. Yeah. All the characters are different. And it's a different town too. Actually, it it, it takes yeah. place in several towns, but yeah, right. but Midgey.
3: Pretty cool. Uh, if you like the darkness of, say, True Detective, or what else were we comparing it to?
0: I was say, they serialized it now at some point. So what's the shtick?
3: What? It's just running like harsh dichotomy or juxtaposition yeah. of of like dark, hatous, like dark crime, dark crime yeah. with like, <laughs> Minnesota Minnesota <you know>, <laughs> wholesomeness <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> um, there's like there's a line in the end of the first episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert um Billy Bob Thornton Billy Bob Thornton's just he gets pulled over like going into the loop by a cop and the cops like license registration please and he's like yeah we could do that I could show you my papers you could see it's not my car I could tell you I borrowed it and we'll see where it goes from there or you can get back in your car and forget you ever saw me the cops like why would I do that he's like because some roads you just shouldn't go down because the maps used to say here there be dragons but they don't say that anymore (laughs) but it don't mean there ain't dragons (laughs) That's pretty good stuff. I'm just like, woo! <laughs> like, That's pretty good. good
0: stuff. I like that.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Fargo's a uh, pretty... Uh, between... between Did I ever talk about a uh, true uh,
0: detective on the show? Honestly, I'm not sure.
3: I don't want to talk about it too much. If anybody gets the opportunity to watch it,
0: it's only like eight episodes... And it's a self-contained actually season. Link. just got up HBO again, so I'll be making this happen.
2: It, and it's beginning to
3: end. It doesn't like end on cliffhangers or anything like
2: that. Doesn't right? it suck that you just got HBO again and HBO is going to be on demand? It's going to Amazon, right? Yeah, it's going to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so now I have both. <laughs> great.
3: Though all We're their fine. most popular shows
1: are exempt from that. It's,
3: well, anything that's currently on. All their old stuff yeah. is going to go on there. Yeah. Which is still a bunch of just great stuff. still shows. really good, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, True Detective for, if any, if any of our nerd listeners have not checked it out, it's got heavy, like, it's not, it's not Lovecraft, but it's Chambers, I think, the guy who wrote The King in Yellow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got, it's got really heavy, uh, 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 trippy references to a lot of like Lovecraftian-esque, uh, stuff. Well, <laughs> one of the detectives is basically, worked in narcotics for too long and he's all burned out and he has hallucinations but are they hallucinations because right. like one of the things like and it's, they're uh, totally hallucinations but you know
0: it's uh Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey McConaughey yeah yeah
3: uh, true detective pretty cool um so th- those are TV shows i've been watching gaming wise i've just gotten into uh Legend of the Five Rings the uh the card games got a new edition out so it's a good time to jump in and me and the roommates are doing that which I played back in the day, and uh, the system's a little cleaner now. They they cleaned some stuff up, which is cool. But also, like I always kind of liked the fluff. I almost was in an L five R campaign, you know, four years ago or something, because right. it's a, it's 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 also got a pretty expensive uh, accompanying uh, role play role well, playing game it, and setting. Yeah, it's the
0: legend. Yeah. There's a it's a beautiful book too. I think um, yeah. I'm not sure. I can't remember what edition it is. Well, they have the benefit of already having all the card art. It, yeah. It's. Gorgeous book. It's probably honestly, it really may be the best, the the prettiest looking RPG book I think I've ever seen. Now Scion. some of the, some this. I mean, I looked at the Scion book. Have you seen this Legend of the Five Rings book? Oh my god, this I, thing's
3: gorgeous. I used to be impressed with a lot of the White Wolf books, but the black and white just ruined I, it for me a lot.
0: The White Wolf books were really cool. You're not you know, supposed to look at those ten years ago. <laughs> um. Uh, they, they've they've since went to um, online publishing and they're able to spend a little bit more money on arts. So the books are looking pretty good, but they don't put them in physical copy anymore. White Wolf? Uh-huh. Aww. They've got
2: a huge I don't know. PDF I think Scion store. is probably the best quality books I've seen in an RPG.
0: The other thing I was going to mention is, I mean, Scion is a White Wolf product. Yeah. The other thing I was going uh, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. um, to mention there is uh, the... On well, the 40k oh, books, yeah. 40K yeah. yeah, Rogue
2: Trader
1: and uh, Inquisitor. One of them is called Rogue Trader. Yeah,
0: and uh, Dark, uh, Dark Dark Heresy. Heresy. Dark Heresy. Those are pretty books yeah. too.
1: Those are all like a related system, yeah. and not yeah. standardized. They're they're
0: them. yeah, they're not sta- I mean, I think these are all. Like the like, system is the same, but the
1: power level shift. It's it's kind of like Old World of Darkness, I yeah. think, where it's same yeah. uh, same basic, same basic system, idea, but it's completely different it, way yeah. of play.
3: But yeah, to, to L five R, like it got me reading all the story again, and they've done some crazy stuff, like Fu Wang, the fallen kami, got overthrown guy by Kalima. Like hmm. uh, the new edition's actually called Ivory Edition because the Empress has charged the clans to go. It, it, it used to always be just you know Wapanese because <laughs> because it's a uh, 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 there was a prohibition against ever interacting with Gaijin, but. Um, they just fought a war. They they just fought like a couple wars in a row where they were getting invaded from outside, and they haven't been able to like keep track of what's out, what the threats are out in the world. So the Empress has said, "War of aggression. We're gonna go conquer everybody so that they leave us alone." Like so, it's the and the Ivory the 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 Ivory Isles, which is where they're headed uh, first. Hence the name of the Ivory Edition is basically like India themed. Yeah. So you get uh, you know, thuggy cults and. The um, elephants.
0: The guys over at uh, Happy Jack's RPG did uh, several, several episodes of an actual play of an L five R actual play. Oh yeah. Where um, I think uh, Stu had just picked up the books and whatnot, and just was running through it. So they weren't, they weren't doing accents and all that craziness that they do. They, I mean, they would have just sounded like jerks. And Happy Jacks, <laughs> they're on the Carpe GM Network now, right? <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely not. Then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you wanna you wanna check the, you wanna check out the system, they do a pretty good job of playing with stuff, and they're very interactive on their forums and whatnot. So make sure to check them out. Cool, cool.
1: Um, I don't know if you could do a podcast of five guys doing Japanese accents without right, turning without... super racist. Yeah, just <laughs> being
0: somebody being angry.
3: Uh, Mac, did you have anything else? I just I'm I'm trying to figure out what this show's about now. It's <laughs> it's. It's like the guys who used to work in Godzilla it's, costumes. It's and old. It's old. Jackie Chan stunt doubles and it's old crappy comedy
0: licks that are and 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 uh, slapstick stuff that uh, <laughs> they're rehashing <laughs> with <laughs> terrible accents. Oh uh, uh, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, um, kind of already covered my horizon. I've been crazy busy trying to get back on the back on the road here, back on the horse. So. Um, Let's just take a quick break and come back for our topic. Beard
3: noise, play us out.
0: Why aren't you using the chin? <laughs> All right, welcome back. Um, now that you I'm glad to see you've bared with us. Mac uh, came up with an idea for a topic, and I'm going to let him set it up, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it.
3: <laughs> so at the table, we've got guys who are, I'm trying to make some kind of hybrid, melded campaign type thing, and I'm not sure what kind of system I'm going to marry it with. Lucas has done some work in developing his own stuff, and Steve's worked across a ton of systems. And what I've been wondering about in particular, I came to kind of a sticking point, point. it was this. I wasn't sure how I should reward my players with what I should reward them, when I should reward them for, for doing, you know, whatever, for role-playing well, for defeating a monster. Or what. Um, should I be giving them experience points? Should I, If I'm going to house homebrew a system, should I, you know, create levels and experience points? Or uh, is it always going to be items? Is it going to be money? Should I reward them with the control over the plot, you know, beyond their normal ability to control
0: their own characters. right? So the idea is loot. We're kind of in a vacuum. What, uh, I guess, if you're trying to tailor this system essentially to this one type of game, you're trying to come up with a pretty simple system, right?
3: I'm not looking for specific uh, recommendations for me because I even think that in the classic D&D model where it is kill monsters, get experience, get gold, get items. Right. Um, there's still, all this can work in. Like, for instance, we've talked about the diplomacy type characters that somebody might really want to play. Well, they're never going to be the guy who's killing the monsters. So yeah. how do you reward that player? You know?
0: Okay, I mean, I see what you Should you be
3: rewarding for role play? Like,
0: I personally definitely, I think you should definitely be rewarding hmm. for role play. I mean, you reward what you want, the actions you want. You reward them. If you want them to be fighting in dungeons and killing stuff and taking its stuff, then you give them stuff to take. You give them things to fight.
3: Do you reward your players as a group, or do you
0: reward individual players? Um, I mean that comes down to mechanics too, right? I mean, it comes down to the game you're playing. Uh, Depends on how they
2: accomplish the task. Yeah, them to do. If one guy's to advance the story. So
3: what happens if one guy's a much better role player than the rest of people at the table? Do you just buff the hell out of him?
2: Nope, th- you divide it up and give it to everyone. So you the
0: other side of that coin career. is, if he's a much better role player than everybody at the table, it could be because he's better at it. it could be he's more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys, those thespians at the table, are going to hijack the game more often. So they're going to have more screen time than the guys who aren't very good role players that don't want to do that. Don't want to be engaging with with NPCs. So you said the
3: word thespian, and I just got completely <laughs> sidetracked.
0: <laughs> so um, you're kind of giving the player who really wants to roleplay and really does a, a good job at it loot in in the form of storyline and interaction then at that point
1: yeah I, I don't i don't tend to reward role playing with like straight up you find more gold or you find other things it's it's more like the they build up more relationships with npcs they know who to go to for for any crisis like it's it's they get Opportunities proportional to what they put in, basically.
3: What about, for instance, in Hunter campaigns where if you roleplay
0: the listed attributes of your character, you get experience rewards? Is the, I I guess the question I I come, I I gotta go back to my original question. The question, my question is, is the focus to level up your players? Is it like fourth edition Dungeon Dragons where you have to have the loot in order to be is effective at your level. The, the first the first part of the, of the two
3: parts of this question is uh how do you reward your players? And the and Well, we well, are just going to three parts. Okay. The first part is how do you reward your players? The, se- the second part is when do you when and for what do you uh uh reward your players? And the third reason is why do you reward your players? Okay. Do
0: they need to power creep? Do they need to, you know. Well, I mean, I, let's just attack at the first question. Lucas, you got a couple ways you can uh, what was it? How to re- how to reward your players? Yeah.
3: yeah. How how do you reward your players?
0: How do you reward your players with it doesn't have to be loot or experience points or anything like that. Just what what do you try the gift and, and let's go ahead and say the bow around
3: XP not just as the automatic XP they would get for participating in like, you know, but XP that you are rewarding them on purpose. Like
1: I I don't ever do XP rewards because I okay. don't I don't ever have characters out of line with one another yeah. level wise at the gotcha. table. Okay. That's super annoying for me to deal with. Super annoying for them to deal with. It just—I've never seen that make it more fun for people in mm-hmm. my personal mm-hmm. playing experience. Because the the people that are really engaged and having fun are still going to be really engaged and having fun. They don't need to be two levels higher than everyone else to to experience. Okay. It. What about items, though? Do you ever give somebody a better item than you give somebody else? <sighs> um, I have I have done that in the past. I mean, um, same shit. Sort of. It's items can be lost though, or they can be. <laughs> <restriced>. <laughs> he giveth and he taketh away. Yeah. Well, or or I'll hey, do you something. Good job. Here, hold on to the sword for just a little while. Yeah. Or it'll become a powerful artifact that then later becomes problematic in some way. Or it, it can be more of a plot device thing rather than a, a strictly a reward. If you get an OP weapon, the other guy Tyson says you're stupid if you think you're going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well the uh i mean equipment rewards become not giving equipment rewards becomes problematic in in 3.5 and fourth edition because the game assumes that players are getting magic items as they play Mm -hmm. so if you start throwing level equivalent monsters at them without them being decked out in these magic gear yeah there's definitely an economy there
3: yeah but my character build only works if i get a mm, (laughs) well that's fourth uh, edition lightsaber of a no 3.5 so my, I mean, my monk only works if I have a siangham. That's a damn
0: lightsaber. <laughs> I mean, the easy one is experience points. If are we just talking about Dungeons and Dragons here? I mean, no. There's several different I, things. It doesn't have to be experience points. It could be build points. It can be skilled points. It can be. uh How's that different? Scene on the, points?
3: How's that? The, how's the effect of giving them skill points or build points different from? Could you give them buffs? Could you just say you roleplay diplomacy really well? You got plus two diplomacy for the next. Whatever, like for the for the course of this mission involving this guy, maybe
0: with that guy, maybe yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you could do that.
1: I've done but, I mean, like, this skill we're talking about with like skill it, points and points like skill points and such, reward.
0: like gerps. Uh, it, it's it's not as I understand what you're saying, Lucas, about keeping people on the same level, with Dungeons and yeah, Dragons, well, that's, and whatnot, that's because the just,
1: problematic of maintaining the minimum, but yeah, as, as the far other, as going above that, it's more open. I agree the, with that because
3: if 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 one player. Is expected to have a challenge, but that player is at a higher pre- player, uh, higher player, higher ability level than the other players uh, that are with him. And the thing, the the dragon doesn't go for him; it goes for one of them. They're just dead.
0: Well, that's the that's the that's the way the ball bounces with with point by systems like GURPS, where uh, you're awarded points and you can put them anywhere you want. If you keep putting hmm. them in the wrong, you keep putting them in the same spot. Eventually, you're going to be far beyond the rest of your party in that thing, but. I mean that's kind of a that's kind of a choice as your player. You know, you're letting your player do it then at that point for skill points and whatnot. They're able to put things where they want them. But, but you so. would reward them with skill points that would make the total uneven.
1: Um, possibly, yeah. All right. Could you? It it's been a while since that hunter campaign we played, and mm-hmm. do you remember? I know, I know a, there was like you had a session. virtue and a
3: vice. Um, if you played your virtue, you got you gained a, an advantage or whatever, like one of those like. I'm gonna mm-hmm. use this to try harder or whatever. And if you played your vice, you got XP. Something was like it that? Because
1: there was, I remember there was combat XP. There's like a whole chart of like, if you met certain conditions, you got yeah. certain XP for, it, for it hunter. It did.
0: It did
3: player-by-player player XP rewards at the end, and I played several systems that are like that. DCU was like that.
0: That was going to be the other thing, is uh, if your player's the rogue, what has he done? Rogie. Yeah, you get a report Today. card at the yeah, end. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. And then you, you 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 build based off of that, and, and you know that, okay, well, I, I'm a guy that likes to rush in and fight, but I'm playing a rogue. I really should do some more roguish uh, things so that I can power up on those skills. What about you, Steve? Uh Pretty much everything Lucas said, except. <laughs>
2: uh, Why do we have you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I've never uh, really been big into giving like serendipitous items, and I think I've said that before on the yeah, show. But so
3: you only do random? Hang I, on, I really. Oh no, you only do theme loot.
2: No, like I really like to generate random loot. Oh, always. Random. I've never, I've never been big on giving a character. Um, like oh, specific, you find your father's sword exactly. I, yeah. I mean, uh, okay. I can like, I can like, uh, I'll whenever I randomly generate loot, I'll randomly generate loot that's. Somewhat appropriate to the party. Like, I won't generate a bunch of, uh, great axes for, you know,
3: bunch of shields
0: and Exactly. You're, you're right. You're a armor. foot, plate you're a specialist with the, the footman's that. pike. Oh, this, you just happened to find the footman, the, the footman's exactly. pike plus two too. Do you do the
3: other thing too? Where it's like, you killed a bunch of kobolds. Here's all this plate armor. <laughs> like, I never do that. Where was the plate armor? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, <laughs>
2: I've never done that, but the, the only reason that I, I generate loot and or at least item loot like that is because at least in D D, what it nowadays what it comes down to is whenever you give out your loot it's the players going like oh who wants this they're just like dividing everything yeah. up and doling it out m- amongst themselves so the only time i give specific items or i guess you can say like items that are really obviously i'm trying to like send them a message is when it's something crazy like an artifact so for example one time i like it's a a plot device like lucas Uh so for example one time i used this thing there's a thing in uh pathfinder i don't know if it was from 3.5 or not called the bottle of the bound and it's essentially you remember in ghostbusters the uh the traps, the, traps. Con- the containment unit yeah. where they like empty every all the ghosts into. Oh, that thing, yeah. And the EPA guy comes in and makes them op- busted it yeah. open. It's essentially like that, but it's this little bottle where when you uncork it, um, like, 100, like a hundred, like a some crazy like rid- ridiculous redundant number of monsters comes out, and there's like a hundred of level one, a hundred of level two, a hundred of level three, and it keeps going and going, and it's just like this whole.
3: Like world of monsters. Did you make this item up?
2: No, it's a pre-existing artifact, and it's like a. Why? It's like one of the. (laughs) It's like one of the top ten like craziest artifacts in Pathfinder. Okay. Yeah. So I will do stuff like that.
0: Now you're just you're just reading the top ten list, but it's but it's pretty rare now. Need to populate a dungeon in a hurry. (laughs) Bottle of the bound. Pop the top.
1: Ready to rock.
3: (laughs) As far enough guests at the party. Yeah.
2: (laughs) As far as the, uh, there you go. As far as the, uh, <laughs> as far as the burp experience, that was the weakest bullshit burp yeah, has ever been there. put on mic. I was starting <laughs> to hold it back, but then I was like, no, I'll let it out. And then I was like, well, was, <laughs> and it was like,
0: no, I don't want to go
1: anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, go
2: ahead. I'll, uh, if, like how Dane was saying, if there's like that one thespian at the table who really likes to role play a lot and the other two guys just kind of are going along, if, They accomplish something in the game. Now, first of all, let me uh, let me just be clear that like I never give, I never actually use experience points. I just say like you guys level up. Yeah, that's just because I think it's the same thing. And I mean, I'm I feel confident enough in my abilities to know when it's appropriate to tell everybody to level up. And every
3: role playing game on (laughs) on console or PC disagrees with you. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um. The, uh, the whole giving experience points thing, like if you want to u- do that or use that system, if there's that one thespian at the table and the other two guys are just kind of going along with them, the, you can still give out, divide up the experience points equally among the three of them because the guy who's the thespian who's going to get the points and level up is going to be like, oh, cool. Like this feels right. And the other two guys that are going along with them, are going to be none the wiser because you're equally dividing up the points. So for, technically, all three of them are going to be none the wiser. There's, all three of them are going to be satisfied. It's not like the guys who aren't really getting involved in the, the role-playing that much are
0: being held back. Yeah. I mean, there's another there's an entire other side to this in that there are games that don't have levels or experience points or any of that.
2: I'll, I'll say again. I'll tell you about weapons of the gods again with its crazy insane like taoistic experience system where there's there are five uh like uh so are uh five personality traits on the light side and there's a okay so it's kind of hard to explain there's an experience track and on the track there's a evil side and a good side and on each on each side there are five traits And whenever you do a deed in the game, like through role play or anything like combat, you vanquish an evil enemy, you vanquish a good enemy, you...
3: It's a role playing game. Everything you do in the game is through role play.
2: Do something altruistic, you put a mark on either the evil side or the good side on the track on whichever trait is most appropriate for what you accomplish. So if I do something altruistic, I'll put something on altruism which I'll put a check mark on altruism, which is on the good tra- side of the track. Right. Uh-huh. If I get five in one. Uh, one side tra- of the other. If I get five in one trait or one in each on one side or the other, then I go up to the next rank in the game. And the game itself only has uh, four ranks, I believe. So there's no hmm. levels. It's just you're role-playing the whole time. And Can you ever go back down? I don't believe so, no. Okay. It's been a while. Like, so you don't go like? I'll if, have to bring these books
1: one day and like I'm show less them to good you, now
3: Mac. Or I'm less altruistic now. Yeah, oh, crap. Yeah, I was wondering if it was like, uh, you, My power! You get a good level
1: <laughs> and then you get de leveled by going evil. Yeah, or no.
3: See, my problem is that I'm not sure if I should be marrying this Godzilla idea into a, a system or what system it should be. Because, like, if I have my players and I give them and, and they do something good and I give them a gun, that's going to work a lot. It not gonna work for shit against Godzilla, you know. Like, there's nothing that I can put in the hands of any of these players. So I started thinking about rewarding. Well, the that's plot Godzilla, points. man. Well, yeah, man. you, have the you only seen thing, the new commercials? The
2: only like, thing that could take down Godzilla is Barkley. <laughs> Which I, I do have. I do have one question first. Do any of us still use XP? I didn't know. <laughs>
3: well, the last time I DMed D and
2: I think every like of all the times I've ever played D and I've had a oh. DM. You actually use XP like twice.
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of, of those, but I, I always do it by, like, characters level up at the end of a right. mini arc or something. Well, see,
3: like, one of the reasons you had XP points was because if Conan went from, you know, the the city to the castle and passed through every town and Stonehenge on the way and didn't fight anybody, you didn't have a very good story. So you rewarded him by making him more powerful by the time he got to the castle if he fought everybody along the way. I so um, it drove drove roleplay. You had to, you know.
0: I use XP as a platform to start creating a character from, or if I'm working with new players, I use XP. Um, Whenever I'm playing, like say, with I I, I play Dungeons and Dragons with my kids. We go through a storyline. We get to the end of that storyline. We assess how much time is going to pass between this one and the new storyline. We level up accordingly. And that's just it. Uh, Some
3: systems, too, like Point Buys, like you were talking about, use XP as the standard unit of attribution right like
0: yeah i mean there's so many different ways to do it which is why at the beginning i wanted to kind of pigeonhole where where you were going with it because why you give xp is a pretty simple question to me you're rewarding you're rewarding the actions your characters your players are actually taking Mm -hmm. that's a pretty simple one to me you reward positive actions or you you reward it's pavlov's dog you reward the well the the thing of it is,
3: is 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 if if one of the players, this is where it gets messed up because if one of the players is behaving really well, can you reward them without also rewarding the players who aren't behaving really well? Again,
0: I think that comes down to if let's say you got three different player archetypes around the table. You've got the rules lawyer, the the thespian, and the the the, com, the, the combat monster, okay? Uh, the thespian is going to draw you into RP mm-hmm. more often thus rewarding himself the rules lawyer is going to be watching what's going on during your during your uh interactions with the combat monster and another thing that you can do for for the for the rules lawyer is to include them in on the mechanics discussion you see that has something that's Mm. completely meta of the game it has nothing to do with it but that's going to mean more to the guy who is really knee-deep in the mechanics then you given him, you know, a, a serendipitous item. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who wants to wants to fight things, you give him things to fight. And those are all ways that you can promote. So to reward those, different players differently. But you can be you, with equal opportunity. You can do that. Absolutely, yeah. you should be. You should. I think you should try to try to spread the opportunity around the table anyway. Right. I
1: mean. Yeah, I was going to say for, for games that use experience as the reward, like mm-hmm. point by systems and things like that, I think.
3: I mean, it's fine to say, say, it's fine to say you now have, you all now have 120 to spend I, or
1: whatever. I feel like experience
0: points as a reward is the problem. I, I feel like that's a problem term. I feel like experience points is less of a, of, of an award and more of a bookmark for your progress, mm-hmm. up the ladder. What, what rung of the ladder are you Enhancement, Necessary yeah. enhancement is another yeah. thing. It's I, mean, also,
1: uh, I, th- I think the answer to imbalanced XP is if someone is really actually lagging behind, they probably haven't really shown in the game either, so I think that's side quest time. I think it's give them new plot hooks, give them new things to do on the side, and then fold that back into the story if you can.
3: You just proved the necessity of side quests. We've actually kind of Argued for and against side quests. Previously. There's
2: everything has its place. I mean, <laughs> here's an idea. How about somebody one of these days try a reverse game where you start at the highest level. So, like, let's take D D for example. If you start at level 20 and everybody's just level 20, you're really overpowered, right? And every time you do something that's considered not really conducive to the negative, game bad, or bad, yeah. you go down a level, but everyone else stays level 20. And so it's like this fight, you're not leveling up, it's just this fight to you're continue role-playing. <laughs> role
3: negative levels are a thing. Like, this is going to be a problem. Right.
2: Negative levels, like, I never deal with negative levels unless I, like, really hate somebody or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about what about in D&D? Did, did Pathfinder
3: get rid of negative the levels white. as a monster? No, they mechanic? have it. Yeah, yeah. The
0: touch attack of the white. They have it. I think it's the white, right?
1: Been a while. Yeah. I think it's, mummies could do it too. It's yeah. it's nerfed a bit in Pathfinder compared to three point five. <laughs> like I think in Pathfinder it's now more of a temporary condition that you can alleviate the negative levels. Yeah, it's like a twenty four hour thing.
3: Vampires thing. could take negative levels too, but it would so, on themselves. Yeah, so in, let's in,
0: take this Godzilla idea. Now now, just to kind of throw it out there, you 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 were thinking about doing something that we talked about in a previous show, which is yeah. Godzilla, and you going to
3: mix a bunch of different session format types. Oh yeah,
0: and yeah. you were talking about okay, this is something that's like uh, this is on the ship, and they're getting their first sight of Godzilla on the yeah, radar awesome. and this is, and this is um uh, and on on the on coast broken of-
3: introductions leading into group uh, uh, uh association with like a a mystery with a distant goal type theme so the, into a like so the characters type theme are like, getting
0: introduced throughout the course of this thing They're throughout the course of your campaign the characters that you're going to be ultimately playing ultimately playing at the end are getting introduced throughout the course of this game
3: i, I mean i don't know how long are you are you skin I would, hopping i don't like, know how long i would stretch out uh, the the introductory like scenarios
2: okay do you want to do a thing where it's like you solo with each of the players and then no. go into it? Okay. I really
3: want everybody to to to, to sit in, or er, so then everybody when, to play through one of the scenarios, but then only one of the only one right. of the players who played one of those characters will carry over. Yeah, okay. And so you, and you might even give them a choice. So like, you're
0: not really skin hopping. You're winding up. You're dropping into the lap of uh, a character that's already established, is already in a position, and has now gained some knowledge of the the situation.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: So the by mag- the end of this thing, yeah. by the end of, by the by the end of this thing, you're going to have a big mega battle somewhere in the world with the massive dinosaur. It's Tokyo. Okay, it's, it's, I'm just it's nowhere. It could not, be anywhere.
3: It's nowhere not Tokyo. Could be anywhere. Like
0: <laughs> so. In any case, uh, by the end of this, you're still going to be playing the same characters ultimately, and you know what you're going to be doing at the end. So the commodity on the table isn't really experience at this point. You know, you already know where the players are now. There's probably not going to be a whole lot of growth between when they first start other, when they first start and when they wind up in the battle against Godzilla. I know the 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 degree of power creep that needs to happen, and experience would only
3: serve to empower one character over another. Okay, so then what if I used it? Which I don't think I'm going to, because I don't think I'm going to use classes, so I don't think I'm going to have levels. So what the hell does experience do? I
0: think you probably just need to play Call of Cthulhu with this system. I think you just need to really look at the new Call of Cthulhu system. New one, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think there's a new, new one that they're just putting out. I was looking at sixth edition though, and it's 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 solid. I mean, or you could look at Trail of Cthulhu, I mean, I which is investigative. Whole, I
3: don't need the whole madness uh, mechanics. Like
0: Trail of Cthulhu, uh, you can kind of it's the gumshoe system. Yeah, yeah. You can pluck out the madness mechanics, but the problem with like the Trail of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu games, is they're not very battle centered. So when you get to the end you're gonna have to home, have to home something. Well, hang on. Uh, or bust out your 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 Fossa uh, <laughs> your old Fossa Mech Warrior rules and and right. put them on the table. I mean, that's No, what I think
3: I'm I think I'm gonna run it like Steve was bringing up that uh, Steve like 4 episodes ago brought up that there was a I think it was in development basically. Um, are you talking
2: about Artemis?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, that the, the, I still haven't tried where it. Pe- so, where yeah. people are playing like they're on the bridge of computer, a ship or yeah. whatever. Yeah, at a computer. Yeah, I think that's a neat so. Idea. If you're taking, if you're Full taking Tron. this
0: situation, the things, the commodity Regazord. on the table isn't really and I want
3: to real time. It so yeah. uh,
0: The commodity on the table isn't really experience. You guys are all experienced, and your, your characters, your your players, and then See, at this that point, problem.
3: If I if I give them an item, it doesn't help them kill Godzilla. No, if it I doesn't. give them experience, all it does all it would serve to do is accomplish all the evils Lucas talked about before of making the players unbalanced and making people like...
0: So it becomes a role-play-centric thing. If you're going to be playing with... So now
3: I'm talking about rewarding people with plot points. Now what do I reward them for? If they just accomplish the goal that I set before them, do I need to reward plot points? Do I need to reward control over plot points to individual players?
0: There's two two systems that I'm going to throw your way. Okay, you got the gumshoe system or you got fate. Okay, the gumshoe system... Is even, like literal fake in
2: the world. It Gumshoe is system
0: world. is you will always get the clue that you need, you will always get the bit of information that you have. Well, you have. get
2: the warrant before the, the crook, though, because <laughs> you <laughs> need that
0: first before you pull that chain
2: and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Lord. Didn't
3: get that We're one. This <laughs> is too young for that show. <laughs> <laughs> Where in the World of Carmen San Diego want, was my shit.
2: I wanted game. one of those uh, uh, the like two-way pagers they'd give out to I, the runner-up. I
0: played the games. So I didn't ever watch the show. That's funny. So, um, the question isn't it, will you get the information you need? It's going to... The question is how easy... At what cost? What's going to happen? You're going mm-hmm. to find out what specific thing you need to find, or you're gonna you're gonna get the information that you have to have, but at in what cost? The old DC
3: universe it w- it used like a a limited item, but really an XP reward. Items were basically just you can convert XP into items. Um, it it used an X an XP reward for victory, but a plot penalty for loss because your characters never really died because superheroes right. don't die in comic books. Uh, so it would just be like <laughs> not anymore. It's gonna take you five more sessions to, yeah. <laughs> to defeat this supervillain, like, <laughs> right? Stuff like that or or like your girlfriend breaks up with you, like because you didn't make it to the date on time and your alter ego, like it would just
1: see. I, I like, would just
3: crap on you, like
1: yeah. I I do like the chance for some degree of plot failure, like you mess something up and now you've lost the Godzilla egg that you're going to use yeah. to research. Now that. the battle's
0: not going to be in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean that, that that's that's fine. It's yeah. but the thing it's this isn't something that you have to quantify. You can literally I
3: don't have to quantify, it, but I need a principle by which I reward. For instance, if one player's role playing better than another, do I need to give them a particular advantage of control over the plot
0: what do you mean class tell me what you how, how do you quantify role-playing better than one another
3: i mean like M- more often the character employing an accent dressing the part
1: like no, hey anything man. like not all of us can do an accent you've right? seen you've <laughs> seen
3: you've seen good yeah, yeah i was just wondering that you write your character to be drunk and then get drunk only the one i worst. was just wondering yeah.
0: what you were what you were using you you're, I, about like I, I'd like to. Uh,
3: just as a quick aside, I have apparently discriminatorily mischaracterized, deeply slighted the Greyhammer clan <laughs> in previous <laughs> podcast episodes. <laughs> Lucas's clan of running D anD D characters, all of whom are dwarves of the Greyhammer clan, <laughs> were <laughs> apparently not. Uh, 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 quote hereditary alcoholics. That 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 I, I always play
1: the same dwarf character, <laughs> which. Is false. There are five of them, at least now. I made only a simple error. I thought
3: that the Greyhammer clan were all hereditary alcoholics. What is actually true is that the Greyhammer
0: clan is played by a hereditary Lucas. alcoholic. <laughs> Lucas is a hereditary alcoholic. All right, I had. <laughs>
1: Listen, I had I had one alcoholic dwarf character that I was heavily into method acting at the time for. <laughs> And forlo, we, we actually we actually called
3: that session just the other day the Moscato days, and, <laughs> and the well, follow up I... character to
1: that was his paladin cousin, which a little bit of the drunkenness carried over that wasn't supposed to be there in the character. <laughs> um, but
0: I'm sorry, no, no it's fine. I, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the situation like
3: I. I I think I think that I don't have to give you an example of what a good uh, or a a a a a baseline for what a good role player and a bad role player is. I think no. everybody's had experience of good. You role really
0: you really don't. Player. But I'm just wondering if you're a good role player, you're going to take command of the seas- the the scenes more often. Usually, I would like to
3: hope, I would like to think that I am a good enough GM to identify. That just being the person in charge or the person who's talking more than everybody else doesn't necessarily mean
0: that you're role-playing very well. Well, no, but if you're you're interested in role-playing, then you're going to interject yourself in the scenes more often. Unless your character is a mute, (laughs) and you're doing a great job role-playing them and sitting in the corner. That's... Cool. <laughs> well, that's fine. One I'm of the just... characters is mute now. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, I feel like role you're literally playing is not allowed to talk at the table. I feel like role playing is its own award is its own reward. It's Particularly bass. if you're on a computer screen and there's literally no other interaction with the people. You're not seeing what their hands are doing and whatnot. You're keeping people engaged on the computer screen, uh, using Artemis, like you said. If they're role playing, I think that's a win in and of itself. Then you know at at that point I'm I don't know what you reward there, I I don't feel like you have to reward anyone in this situation. I think the reward should be, um, progression brought, of the plot brought in the progression of the plot and sharing in the narrative maybe, yeah, uh, something would, like a preparedness check in say like um, I feel like I should incentivize different
3: behaviors to try to encourage certain ones.
0: And and uh, I'm going to bring you back to Trail of Cthulhu again. The, For instance, I'm an ex-cop. We're in a bad situation. The lights went out. Some crazy stuff's going on. I want to make a preparedness check to see if I got my sidearm in my boot. That's a simple thing that you can do that allows players to kind of backtrack. And even though they may have forgotten to put the, the the, the gun in their boot, they still have a shot at it because of the system allowing them to check for preparedness. Okay? Now, that modifier is going to be based on you're an ex-cop or you're a librarian. Did I put my sidearm <laughs> in my boot? It's going to be a bit of a steeper climb to get there than at that point. I, I, I don't know. It's 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 a tough situation
2: to... That's kind of like how Rifts work with their, yeah. uh, their skill check system, where if ever you encountered something in the game that you had to do with a skill check that you were unfamiliar with, then you would roll... Uh, it's on a D100 or D percentile, whatever. Uh-huh. And if you surpassed it, or I mean, some people do like yeah. less, you know, then you would perform that action in the game. Now, you'd note you never really had to roll on anything that you were already familiar with. So, like, if you were a, a trained soldier, if you knew how to do something, you just knew how to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you knew how to drive a Jeep. If yeah. you were a
3: it, that the, the taking 10 system in D&D yeah. never sufficiently like modeled that.
2: Yeah. That's you know, like, yeah. true. But, it's sort of like how real world like soldiers and like operators try to get the best training experience they can get because usually how they feel is in a situation where like you're getting shot at and stuff like that you're not magically gonna like get more experienced at that moment you're not gonna like magically rise to a new Mm -hmm. height of like awesomeness you start at Where you're trained at, and it's all downhill from there. Like, so you therefore have to get the best training that you can that you can get, Hmm. and make sure you're ready for a lot of, you know, uh, things that could go go crazy.
0: So maybe in this system, rather than that's what I was kind of getting at leveling up and rewarding, (laughs) maybe there's um, I don't know, shaken statuses or degradation. Yeah, yeah, some form of degradation.
3: That's exactly what happens in Mouse Guard. So you need
0: to look at Wheel of... of, What is it, Wheel of... The Burning Wheel. Burning
2: Wheel, yeah.
3: You don't, like... That's... I just realized that, like, if you consider a Mouse Wheel, that's a screwed-up connection. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: never put those two together. Yeah, we've talked about this game a lot I don't know uh,
2: what the system has been used on besides Mouse Guard, (laughs) apparently it was around before that.
0: It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it
2: was something. The Uh, Burning Wheel game?
3: (laughs) Wasn't the Wheel of Time?
2: No. I don't know why anybody would want to play that. But I don't want to. Why? Why anybody would want to play an RPG about farming for fifteen books? <laughs>
4: what? <Yeah.
1: laughs> it, it takes a while to get into the actual plot of Wheel of Time. It's, oh man, it's a lot of farming community in the first book for, for about a hundred pages, and then the goblins attack.
0: Globlins, too. Not just goblins, but also goblins Under a Serpent Sun. <laughs> Hobgoblins. Sui- under a certain Sun. Under a Serpent Sun. Described as suicidal despair in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, Burning oh. Sands Jihad. A science fiction expansion of galaxy-spanning religious war. What? Uh, a blog <laughs> associated with the creators of Burning Wheel describes the expansion as being based on the Dune series.
2: Dune. Frank Herbert's Dune, you know? D- you know?
0: and then in 2007, the blossoms are falling, based on Hel- helan era Japan. There's something they play powerful wow. Buddhist. Is that it? That's not what I was thinking though.
2: Tell me of your homeworld, Uso. Uh,
0: maybe, maybe it was just the Dune connection. It no, I could have been, but I think it was something. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, uh pardon. Pardon me for not knowing the fuck we'll I'm have talking to go t- listen to our uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to the next episode of the a game. Listen to our episode catalog for
3: <laughs> that um, earlier reference to whatever the heck that game was.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but,
2: but yeah, that does sound like a
0: cool idea. Just have so maybe you're starting like as top of the line. Yeah. yeah, you're starting as top of the line military intelligence, uh, 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 rock hopping geologist. Uh, an Adrenaline Junkie, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, an Adrenaline Junkie. Ad, yeah. Adventure, like modern. Adventure. Yeah, just,
2: yeah. Uh, an You'd be like the two guys from Cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> you know, a, an Adrenaline Junkie pilot, Maybe.
1: Or you know something along the lines. Tour guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. like. I yeah. mean, that's that's sort of the, the action movie. Yeah, you put the stereotype pulpy. is it's the the best at what they do. Yeah. And
0: you put the pulpy guys together, and then you just start breaking them apart. So maybe maybe instead, okay, scratch this entire episode. This is not what we wanted to talk about. What we wanted to talk about was ways to break down the characters slowly <laughs> enough to still get the adventure <laughs> yeah. in before they're dead. The reoccurring yeah. theme in my like,
3: <laughs> in, my, like <laughs> in my like campaign ideas is to bring people from different walks of life and different perspectives together and see how they interact with each other and what prevails. That's just because I kind of like different perspectives in opposition or competition.
0: I think in order to do that, you're going to have... I think in order to play this game, you're going to have to hand pick your players. You're going to have to handpick your players, you're gonna have to, hand-pick your players well, yeah. to make sure that they're... Build me a team. That, yeah, you're going to have to build a team of I'm role players. I'm not
3: going to buy a prepack of players. I'm <laughs> saying
0: it can't just be like... Uh, you say, hey, I got an idea. Who wants to play in my game? You're going to have to handpick your players, make sure... You know, when that you got buy solid. bell
3: peppers, do you buy do you buy the the package of four bell no, peppers? No, absolutely
2: not. Like, Individually, I, I, exactly. I, I squeeze them. Boom. Exactly. Sniffle You're gonna have them. to send out like secret
0: invites and stuff, like on handwritten. I think you incorporate that. <laughs> to be like emergency. <laughs> I think you incorporate and, you know? that and the technology in the game. You know, I I think you. I want a real time element. So, yeah, I think yeah. you incorporate that stuff in the game. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think I you start a, a Twitter account and a blog a blog post and. Uh, create a a fake WordPress website. I have and never twatted before, so <laughs> oh, contraire, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just did. It's oh, hot in here. Was that tuna salad? <laughs> it was guacamole. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I didn't just leave tuna salad out on the table for. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. There was some funky looking shit that could have been old tuna salad. <laughs> It was green. Oh, man. <laughs> shit, yeah. It could have I been old tuna salad. <laughs> it could have been old tuna salad. Don't blame me for that. That's I don't not eat, my fault.
3: I don't really like mayonnaise on... I don't. I, I don't like tuna salad. I don't like chicken yeah. salad. I don't like coleslaw. No. I, like, I learned to like potato salad, but it turned out you needed tons of bacon in it. Yeah. Make it with mustard. I've never tried the mustard, and I like mustard potato salad. Actually, I have tried it. I didn't
0: like it, but... I need to Wait, to, you, I need to try it again. You just said I like mustard potato salad. Wait, I haven't no, tried it. No,
3: I, like I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> I like I like mustard. Okay. But I I actually like mustard a great but deal.
1: To to jump back a few leaps in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> keep up, Lucas. <laughs> um That was you, like 45 seconds ago. <laughs> you were talking about in, incentivizing your like heaviest role players and, and what to do to keep them doing that. Where I think I think the concern is more: what do you do to incentivize the the not role players, the weaker role players, make the people feel, that aren't doing anything yet? You got to
2: make them feel really important and really cool, which is like kind of what Dan was just talking about. Where you I have don't like, like to
3: carry them.
0: Yeah, you have like the hardcore. Fine, you, you need four people in your group. Get five. Kill one.
3: <laughs> You're
0: right. You kill him. Because <laughs> I, I do. That's think, the dickhead way to handle yeah, this. Because I do think what
1: Dan is saying is true. Where it's the for someone that really loves role playing and is already really engaged the reward is the role playing it goes back to like the roots of like my my role playing roots at the very earliest before before I ever did any D&D group stuff was uh like chat room role playing where Half the people were dritz, and <laughs> it was <laughs> Dritz three oh nine five. It's just about like making up a story and interacting with other people on like a really basic level. I'm like desperately trying to have a story that makes sense, but you I'm insinuating ex- chat
2: rooms? <laughs> are, are you insinuating that dritz is
1: anything but
0: awesome? No, no, no. So, no. Dr- he's talking D- about dritz. dritz dr- Thor- is <laughs> lame as hell. Three oh
1: nine five. Dritz. I'm dropping this mic and walking out. <laughs> dritz is actually a fine character. Yeah. I was just giving you crap. The... The 80th one isn't. The, right. Yeah, it's like, right.
3: oh my god, it's Dark Elf of Swords.
1: <laughs> like when when you walk into a tavern and every single person in there is a like dark anti hero. <laughs> it's, like.
0: it's a tavern full of Dark Elves waiting for someone to come in just so that they can give their... them a dirty look right. <laughs> and move to the next part of the storyline. All ostracized from their past for being morally superior. Yeah. It's a bunch of loners that are all Dark Elves sitting in the same bar. <laughs> Waiting for someone to piss them off by looking at them crazy. It's, waiting for some
3: the most stock character. I swear it's, to God <laughs> that
1: <laughs> that that's got to be the new continent in Brian and Danny's world is the, <laughs> the <laughs> continent of all the all the outcast draw that like nobody understands <laughs> them and they're just so pure hearted and good and it's more populous than the Underdark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> God. At any time it they could wipe out all the evil dr- <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You're just too depressed and
1: have mommy issues. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> it's just a million Panthers oh. there. Too. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going through. No, you don't know what I'm going through. Dear
0: Diary. I... <laughs> well, you don't me. know what we're going through.
2: <laughs> it's me, Dritz. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you know. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> no one's actually... Who a... was writing in my diary? <laughs> no one's built a town there because they're all rangers. they just... Nobody yeah, like... can... It's really overhunted.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: They're, oh, they're eating panthers. <laughs> yeah. the, that's that's the problem in the region is yeah. that they have to eat panthers now, <laughs>
3: so they don't have that emotional connection that Drizzt Prime. <laughs> <does.
0: laughs> Drizzt Prime. Good lord. All right. Um, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. That went far enough afield. I think I'm going to go ahead and call this. We we will have to revisit this. We I think we need to put more structure on your concept, uh, and we either need to talk about your your crazy experimental uh, Godzilla game that's going to be multiple different formats, and, and I all sat this other here for stuff. 20
3: minutes during an On Your Horizon episode and and just
0: shat gold. <laughs> no, 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 no. And
3: you want me to get...
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. You're missing and, what I'm
3: saying. And now that I'm building the temple I was, out of it, you, want the, you want the architectural plan? No, no. Back I was part of that. What d- is
1: really trying to say is go fuck yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was part of that whole gold shitting mind, that gold, gold shitting session myself. Yeah. What I'm saying is for purposes of this specific discussion, we either need to be talking about like Dungeons and Dragons and role playing as a whole or your crazy experimental game. We're trying to mix the two. get the mur- we talked about it. The water. I mean, we, we, we talking about both for a lot for a bases. Long time. And then, yeah.
3: and then when everybody was like, "Well, we don't really use XP anymore," and and well, I don't. I only like to give quest items or stuff like this. I I had to change it away from
0: items. And, yeah, it's fine. It. And that's you fine. were like,
3: and you guys were like, "Don't give them plot points." I'm like, "Well, I can't give them anything else." You know, like
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, I have no problem with plot points, yeah. but in just to any case, rehash that conversation everyone just listened to. It. <laughs> right. In any case, um. We'll, we'll probably revisit this topic again. I'm certain you're going to find more speed bumps in your concept here because you're trying to mix a bunch of different concepts into one online gaming experience. Mm-hmm. Right? Not necessarily online. Okay, portions. well, okay, that's fine. Uh, it also, yeah, physical slash online slash group slash battle slash drama slash all kinds of different slashes in here. I'm having a travel council where I just put somebody's torch out. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen.
1: <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous is so there going to be a ring of torches in your backyard next time you come over I've been watching
3: all of house and there's an episode in which he's got a bunch of butts and burners on a lab table and he's got a <laughs> bandana on and just a goes welcome to tribal council <laughs> uh,
0: alright well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the torch out on this episode <laughs> thanks for joining us this has been the Carpe GM Gamecast I'm Dan I'm Mac Steve I'm
1: Lucas and remember support the hobby support the industry support your friendly local game store and support HeroClicks.
3: <laughs> as if we don't <laughs> <laughs> it's like ka-ching could y'all hear it could y'all hear it the Carpe GM Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0 to contact us with questions, comments and other feedback please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net we'd love to hear from you You can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at C-A-R-P-E underscore G-M. Thanks for listening.